Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I just got finished modeling for a painting class. I work full-time as an art model. For those of you who don't know that, uh, I'm the lady who stands still, and then they paint and draw and sculpt, and sometimes I model for photographers, but today was a at an art school in downtown Seattle, and it was session five of five. So we met for three hours uh, each time, like Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday kind of a thing. And they painted me 30 inches by 40 inches in oil. And I sat on a chair, twisted my neck a certain way, and I was sitting next to a still life kind of setup of some flowers and a big skull bone thingy Mick Jagger and it was interesting to see. I took photos of all the paintings. There's 12 paintings. I'm going to post those on my Facebook. Uh, I tend to share a lot of the artwork that people create from my likeness as a model. I also make my own art. My art is actually a lot more abstract, non-representational color and shape and pattern. Um, today my radio show is on, actually. I have a, um, I think I'm high-functioning autistic. I think I've said this before on previous podcasts, maybe not. Um, and I'm not saying this to put myself down. I have not been officially diagnosed with uh, high-functioning autism. Um, therapists that I've talked to about it don't really seem to think that I fit it, but I do. Um, a lot of times women that are high-functioning uh, go undetected as attend, uh, as having autistic tendencies because females tend to socialize better than autistic males in terms of masking. It's called masking, where you learn to imitate. And it kind of makes sense to me. I, I did my radio show about thinking I might be autistic and, and how I think that uh, being an artistic person and being an autistic person and being introverted and highly sensitive, all of those things overlap. Uh, so I don't know if the label really matters. In the clinic where I go, they're not authorized to diagnose autistic. Sadly, in the United States, um, mental health clinics seem to be separate from autistic clinics, which is unfortunate because to me, it's all about taking care of your brain. Autism, though, is not a mental illness. Autism is basically a neurological, physical brain difference. But then I wonder, there's such a thing as neuroplasticity, meaning the brain can change uh, over time, whereas they used to think that the brain stayed the same. So basically, to make a long story short, I just wanted to share that I uh, my radio show is on today, 3 to 4 p.m. every Thursday. HollowEarthRadio.org is where my 60-minute, uh, hour-long radio show streams every week. I've done that for, I think, two years now. And <clears throat> today is a monologue. Sometimes there's music and poetry by me or other artists that I love the work of. Mostly Tom Petty and Tori Amos, to be honest with you. But <laughs> And then some Goddess Kring stuff. And then there's also uh, monologues. And that's called Goddess Kring radio. And then there is a YouTube channel, which I just uploaded a new 35-minute video for those interested about my thoughts on autism and my artistic uh, brain. Um, I've never liked alcohol 
some people, you know, say that they appreciate that I have the willpower to not drink or smoke, which, you know, it's a compliment. But the thing is, I feel misunderstood. I have never liked alcohol, which I think is unusual. Most people tend to like to drink and some people get addicted to alcohol. I have never liked alcohol. I've only been, I'm 50 years old and I've only been drunk twice. Not that that matters. I'm just saying that I feel like my response to alcohol and also marijuana, I've, most of my friends smoke and get stoned and relax themselves. When I try to smoke marijuana, not only do I, I can't stand, I'm way too sensitive and I cannot stand the feeling of inhaling smoke into my lungs, maybe because I'm health conscious, but I also feel like my body is so sensitive to smoking and drinking, I absolutely find it so disorienting to take drugs or smoke or drink in any way, shape, or form, and I've never liked it. I went to Amsterdam once and I ate hash in a space cake brownie kind of thingy, Mick Jagger, and I just felt horrible. I kept looking at my hands and thinking, what if my skin falls off? What if my brain is damaged forever? What if I never feel normal again? And I just remember feeling so horribly disoriented when I ate hash. And when I smoke marijuana, same thing. So I don't do that anymore. I just need to lie down. I feel so horrible if I drink alcohol or smoke marijuana. I've never done LSD or mushrooms. And some people that like my artwork, because I do very non-representational shapes and patterns and colors that I just make up on the spot. And my poetry is like sing-songy and rhymy. And I just make up these, you know, catch the wind song, spiral drive, crack the code, left and right node, and all these kind of trippy uh, poems that I've written, which match my visual art. And I have synesthesia, so when I hear music, I see shapes and colors in my head. Um, and a lot of people assume that I'm stoned or on some kind of drug. I've never done mushrooms or LSD because I know that I would probably have a very bad experience because my brain is already abstract and chaotic enough. And so when I enhance it with some substance, I feel really disoriented in a very uh, psychologically disturbing way. So I'm just saying that as a uh, something about my nervous system and my brain that I think is a little different than the typical person who smokes marijuana and it kind of makes them feel kind of mellow, kind of mellows them out, makes them feel good or whatever. And Oh, that's it. One time somebody gave me, and then alcohol makes me feel really weirded out. Like I have, like I'm a snail that has no shell in a very uncomfortable, icky, I don't feel safe kind of way. And then um, one time this guy had a back muscle spasm in my back and my friend gave me this, what is it? The CBD oil or whatever the marijuana medicinal thing is that you can eat that's not supposed to make you high but it's supposed to like relax your muscles if you have pain or, or nausea and I I ate a little bit of it and I felt absolutely horrible the rest of the day I and that was actually the day that I went to the Tom Petty concert may he rest in peace in August of 2017 I went and saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on their last tour before he passed away and, and I rode my bike and I remember riding my bicycle to the Tom Petty concert because I, I wanted free parking 
and no traffic jam. And I remember being so scared that I was going to mess up because when I ate this like marijuana oil, CBD, CBC, I don't know what it's called, CB something, uh, it made me feel really disoriented. Like I felt like I was walking down the street and I was crossing the street and the street, um, the walk sign was on, but I remember thinking, what if I'm not really in the present time? What if I'm before or after? Like part of me felt like I was in the future or the past, even though my body was crossing the street, I was worried that my visual, it's hard to explain, but I felt like I wasn't uh, in sync with the real time. You know, like I was crossing the street and I wasn't trusting, is the light really green or red? Can I really cross now? What if a car hits me? Like I was having all these weird thoughts. And when I rode my bicycle to the Tom Petty concert, I felt disoriented and like riding my bike felt really weird. Like I am really good at riding my bike. I've done it for years but I felt like my hands felt weird on the handlebars and, and I felt like I had to consciously try to remember how to ride a bike. Like as if I was a little kid and I forgot how to ride my bike. So that to me is an indication, my strange response to this marijuana oil, whatever it's called, CBD or whatever, um, I know it helps a lot of people, and I think marijuana as a medicinal substance is great. I'm all for it, helping anybody that it helps. But personally, alcohol and marijuana and medicinal uh, cannabis oil or whatever it's called really, like, bothers my brain. Like, I don't like it. It just makes me feel really creepy and disoriented in a very negative way. Uh, I feel like my brain is already spaced out enough and like I can stare off into space for hours. Like literally when I art model, part of the reason why I'm really good at it is because I have the patience to just sit there and stare off, literally stare at the wall for three hours. I mean, I get breaks, but I, people say, how do you have the patience to do that? And I'm thinking that's probably why if I'm a little bit autistic in a high functioning, intelligent kind of way. I really like, I feel very safe and comfortable sitting in an art studio in a position, uh, you know, sitting still while they, while they paint and draw me. And I literally stare at someone's easel. I don't look at anybody in the room. That would be inappropriate and strange. But what I do is I, I pick a spot on the wall. Or today I looked at part of someone's easel, this little metal part of their easel. I just pick that spot to look at. And then they put tape around my hands and feet to mark my spot. And then I can get back into the spot and they have nice space heaters for me. And I'm basically a figure model, so I'm basically nude. And I'm just really comfortable doing that. I've done it for 27 years. So today my radio show's on and I have a YouTube channel. Shannon Kringen is my YouTube channel. Uh, if you go to shannonkringen.com, everything is linked. But um, I have uh, basically... I do these anchor recordings, and then I have a podcast on Hollow Earth Radio, which I archive, which live streams on Hollow Earth Radio on Thursdays, 3 to 4 p.m., and then I archive it permanently uh, on Mixcloud, 
And then I also have a YouTube channel and I make video monologues and poems just randomly whenever I feel like it. So I do these recordings on Anchor randomly and then I do my and YouTube random. And then my weekly radio show is is uh, every Thursday. So just wanted to let you guys know and uh, if you are a high-functioning autistic, let me know. I, I don't know how many people out there... There's Actually, they say a lot of people are, are undiagnosed or misdiagnosed, especially women. Um, because I've been told that I have other conditions that are psychologically challenging, like borderline personality disorder in a very mild way. But a lot of that it, it can be misinterpreted or mis... I'm thinking that autism, high-functioning autism fits me more than borderline. And I have, you know, some OCD and some synesthesia and some anxiety and depression. But I think my anxiety and depression is actually a natural response to feeling like I don't belong anywhere or like I'm misunderstood and I get sensory overload. I'm highly sensitive. My nervous system is very sensitive and I get easily overwhelmed and weirded out. And eye contact, I can do eye contact, but I find it very distracting when I look into someone's eyes and if I'm trying to talk with them about something. I also tend to do monologues. Like like right now I'm doing a monologue, which is great because I'm just speaking into the mic. But when I'm with my mom or my dad or my boyfriend or my other good friend and I do a monologue, that's kind of inappropriate because it's better if it's a dialogue between me and the other person. And I, I, tend to, I have a tendency to kind of ramble on and get carried away and then I don't listen as well to the other person and for a while I thought maybe I'm a narcissist and now I realize no I don't think that's it because I really do care about other people and I don't think that I'm more important than other people but I get caught up in my own inner world and I want to share that with people uh, because I am kind of lonely and want to connect uh, sometimes and I don't I feel like it's hard for me to fully express myself and then I repeat myself and then I listen back and I go oh I said that three times but I can't seem to stop doing that it's like I, I want to get my point across and so I say it repetitively that's another autistic trait is this repetition and I actually like repetition so I listen to the same music over and over and over. And I know most people that love music listen to certain records over and over and over again. But I really listen to them over and over and over and sing along. And I, I like to imitate people's voices and accents and sing along with Tom Petty and Tori Amos. And I imitate their voices. And I'm kind of good at mimicking. Sometimes when I take a selfie with another person, I notice I look like that other person in the selfie which is strange, and that's a chameleon-like thing that some autistic people do. And they say a lot of actors actually have autism traits, which makes sense because when you're really sensitive and a good mimic, you can be a good actor. And you live in your own dream world, you can be a good actor. So that makes perfect sense to me. But just pondering this idea that I might be high-functioning autistic. And again, I'm not saying that as an excuse or to put myself down or to say that I'm better than everyone or worse than everyone. I'm saying I'm just kind of different. And I wonder about neuroplasticity. So I'm saying this just to be more self-aware. And hopefully this helps somebody else out there listening to figure out who you are and what you want, where you fit in the world. Uh, I love animals and I have synesthesia. I'm very sensitive. I love time alone. Um, some of my best times have been by myself. And sometimes I feel sad about that and other times I feel like it's perfectly fine. I do have a boyfriend, which is kind of amazing. We've been together for about five years and... Um, 
we don't live together and I like having my own apartment and living with my cat and then seeing my boyfriend a few times a week and then we text every day. Um, but I really need time to myself. So like really, I think it's beyond just being an introvert. I think that nothing wrong with being an introvert either. I'm also left-handed. Nothing wrong with being an introvert. I'm not saying... Because in this culture, USA, we have this bias and we think that being an extrovert means that you're better and being an introvert means you're, you know, you're antisocial or, you know, something negative. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, we need left-handed people and right-handed people. We need introverts and extroverts. You know, we need all kinds of people. Like Temple Grandin says, we need all kinds of brains on this planet. Uh, Einstein was probably autistic and Tesla and what's that guy, the Apple guy, um, Steve Jobs, they say was probably autistic. And I mean this in a high functioning way. I'm not putting these people down and I'm not putting down anyone who is, uh, severely autistic and can't communicate. I'm not putting those people down either. I'm saying that there's different, um, Talent. People have different kinds of talents and different kinds of deficits depending on the way their brain is and their whole nervous system. It's a complicated thing, but uh, I do think that my nutrition is helping my brain function as well as it possibly can. And I wonder about neuroplasticity. You know, how much can I work with my own brain's ability to to uh, change and transform and reach whatever its potential is. So thanks for listening. This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. And I forgot what else I was going to say. I don't know, but if you're interested in writing me with questions or comments, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. If you just Google, well, just look up shannonkringen.com. And that's my website with everything linked or just Google Goddess Kring or Shannon Kringen and you'll find photos and videos and artwork and just all kinds of interesting things. I'm open to questions. Usually when I, when I say that, I don't get any questions. But if you have anything that you want me to talk about, feel free to let me know and I'll talk about it on this podcast or on my YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Have a great day or night.